Hello and welcome to WTF. I'm so incredibly grateful that you're here. It's so nice to have you as a part of our Walking Together Fiercely community. We would love for you to share our podcast on social media with your family and friends. However it is that you listen, we're just so incredibly grateful. It really helps us to grow a positive, connected, and empowered community. Today, Tara and I are speaking all about parenting and in particular motherhood, and it's really refreshing to have a real and authentic conversation about all the big feels and all the things that are involved with such a huge responsibility that so many of us have in our lives. So I hope that you enjoy. Welcome. Hello, everybody. I'm Michelle. And I'm Tara. It's nice to have you with us. Yeah, I'm excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about, I was calling it motherhood because as a mom, this is something that I can speak of for myself, but I guess I'm speaking to all parents. Totally you are. Mothers, fathers, step-parents, people that are raising tiny humans. (laughs) (laughs) Raising the little ones. Yes. So... For those of you who don't know, Tara has two little ones, age two and four currently. I have two grown boys who are 24 and 26, so I'm completely on the other end of the spectrum. She's my light at the end of that tunnel. (laughs) And and we've just been sitting here having a conversation of, you know, being worried about the type of children that you're raising. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I was there and mine are really good now. Yeah, it's it feels really in, intense and I think that it's how parenting has changed that we're not raising them in community with as much support and I feel really passionate about this especially now with COVID everything that's going on and people that have been more isolated and staying home that we're really doing this just in our nuclear little family. Yeah, it's a lot of together time. It is. And some of the days I was just like, holy Hannah, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of mom, 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 can I have this mom? And some days you're just like, can I change my name to dad? (laughs) 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 I'm just joking. (laughs) They ask a lot of him as well, but just their tiny little needs never end. Yeah. Like morning, noon, and night. And yeah. Yeah. Right you're, through the night. You're 24 hours responsible for another yeah. human. Yeah. Always on. That's always. what we were talking there's about. No, there's no off mode, really. No. Yeah. You always have like one ear to the hallway. One yeah. ear. <laughs> one ear watching what's going on currently or listening to it. And then the other part of you is preparing for what's coming down the pipe, whether it's <laughs> getting to be snack time or what's coming tomorrow or. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's pretty intense. And. I want to raise my kids grounded, loving, kind, compassionate humans. And it's just interesting walking, walking through this journey. And I guess it's not exactly what I thought it would be you. Right. You think, oh, I'm going to be a mom and it's going to be so fulfilling. And yeah, yeah. And it is the intensity of it just sometimes makes it challenging. Yeah. Yeah. And I, this, this started right from the get go. Like I remember having my son, this was my first baby and my husband was holding him and he said, Tara, you need to sleep. You've been awake for a couple days. You just need right. a rest. I've got him. Right. And I curled up in the bed and closed my eyes and then just erupted, bawling. And he just felt so far away from me. Yeah. Um, to have him out of my body, but then not even in my arms. And 
that was just the start of parenting, I guess. We've talked about how it's letting go right from the get-go. It's the whole process is letting go, essentially. Yeah, and I, right from the get-go, it was, um, here is your baby. Here is more love than you've ever felt in your entire life. Yep. And also, here is more fear than you've ever felt in your life. Yeah, and here's all the shit that can go wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I I never really had that fearful of a brain before, and then it's just... Your job is to care for them and keep them alive. So the worries got more. And I, yeah, it's just kind of mind-blowing, I guess, the intensity of it. I didn't think that parenthood would feel, like, just so big. So, so much love, so much fear. And it's almost like before I was a mom, you couldn't have explained what motherhood was like to me. You, no. can, you can think, oh, I've got an idea and stuff. But yeah. then once, you, once you're once you in it, it's like, wow. I felt like I was led into a really cool club yeah. that's, like, so common. And I think that's why I feel so passionate about this topic is because... There's so many of us feeling all these big feelings, but yeah. doing it alone. Yeah. Or even worse off, all these, like, mommy wars of, like, who who can do it best and make it look easy. And that I just want to squash. Like, I want yeah. to speak vulnerably about motherhood, my experience of it, the challenges of it. And anybody listening, I want them to just not feel alone. Absolutely. That's so incredibly important that people feel like... Um, other people understand or have been through it and we're not sugarcoating this we're no. not we're not uh, saying things that were well I think my memory maybe sugarcoats things a little bit because I feel I'm not in the depths of the you know I'm not being woken up in the middle of the night at least from kids yeah. uh, anymore <laughs> <laughs> only angels and spirits that come and speak to you in the night <laughs> yeah dead people perhaps <clears throat> but anyhow um, but you are and you're really in the thick of that and when I remember Uh, you know being in that place and it was really one of the hardest times of my life to be sure is just that constant responsibility for somebody else without you know having like you can have a break you can walk away you can you know you come here to and we record a podcast or you go grocery shopping on your own but you're never really away from it. Like it's always something that's with you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you almost need to work a little harder and prepare sometimes for the times where you're not there. Oh yes, you do. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a lot and it's an honor. I feel beyond blessed. Holy. Oh yeah. It doesn't mean we don't love them. You love them intensely. Oh, they are everything. And I would never trade like, yeah. The love. It's like, it's mind blowing and you can just look at them when they're sleeping and your heart just overflows. Yeah. And then they wake up and you can just feel crazy. So it's, <laughs> it's just such a, like, an, it's an amazing journey. Like I feel so, I feel like it's the most important thing I will do in my life. Well, absolutely. It is one of the very most important things you'll do in your whole life. And it's meant to be that way. <laughs> We're meant to guide one another, right? That's yeah. the whole, that's the whole point of it. So it is is, a big responsibility. And I feel so blessed to have your perspective. And I remember emailing back and forth after a really hard night and you just had this grounded wisdom. Like it's, you said some days there's just no more fucks to be given. And that's (laughs) it. Because I had lost my temper and I, then I feel really bad about it. And it's like, we're going to have those days, but in the end, like it really, I see the relationship that you have with your boys and the amount of love. I'm like, oh, it's. It does turn out okay, but the journey there is, there's a lot of worry. There's a lot of worry and there's a lot of work. There's no two ways around it. It is a lot of work. You don't get there just by 
the luck of the draw, so to speak. It's what you put into it too. And so yeah. it does, it, what you do matters, I think. And mm-hmm. that is, that is, I think what we reconcile in our brains as we're laying in bed at night, wondering if we did a good enough job that day, but it, it is what you do does matter for sure. So for me, I was always like, I really want to raise um, children who are kind and caring and compassionate and loving and respectful, um, who are polite. A lot of things. I mean, that's just a that's just a very surfacey kind of look at you know what I wanted. The other thing that we wanted was to support the boys' dreams. You know, whatever it is that they wanted, we wanted it for them as well. And so you talk about the parenting being a process of letting go, and and you're you're so right. It just is a process of completely letting go because anything that you have in mind or something that you they they come up with their they're their own people they have their own things their own wants their own desires and you might go oh my god I'm terrified I don't know if I want to look through you know I want to blanket over my eyes uh, and you have to let go you've got to find ways to allow them to become who they are becoming I guess yeah it's like our our job or our gift is that we get to walk alongside them and witness their life. Yes. That makes me feel like I could just cry. It's, I get to witness them grow and evolve into the person that they're going to become. And it's really a blessing. And and letting yeah. go of like my expectations of who they should be or what they should do. And letting go to me this far, like we say my, my babes are two and well, almost five. We've got a birthday coming in a few weeks, but um, actually he shares the same birthday as you. <laughs> Yay! Same same birthdays. That's oh, really special. That is actually very special. But yeah. I remember it. He stepped out of the tub by himself for the first time, and right. I was like, "Oh, even there's letting go in these things that every single day they learn and grow and change, and I don't need to lift him out of the tub." And mm-hmm. my daughter's potty training right now, and we're gonna be out of the diapers phase, and they're just growing into these independent little people, mm-hmm. and they need me less and less. Ah, they need you differently. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they need you less and less. I think they need you differently. I think that you show up in different kinds of ways. Yeah, that's a better way of it. Because of life, right? Yes, because even like I don't do those things with them anymore. Like I, I right. liked lifting them out of the tub, or but some days you, I don't know. Yeah, needing us different. So I think that with the letting go for me, it comes grief. Ah, that we're needing to. So you're grieving each of the steps, each kind of stage. as the, each stage. Yeah, as it comes to a close and a new stage begins. Yeah, but yeah. it's evolving so organically that you don't even know that you're out of a phase until you're out of it almost. Mm-hmm. And my husband read a quote that just touched his heart: is that you don't know the last time that you're going to pick them up. And my son's getting big and he's getting harder for me to pick up. And oh, my yeah. husband's like, I will never say no. If he's like, dad, carry me, I'll carry him. Oh, he goes, because so one day sweet. I won't be able to. Oh so my it, gosh, I don't even remember the last time I was able to hold the kids. It's been, they're so, yeah. they're so much bigger than I am. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. But you even don't know like that. finishing breastfeeding with Weston, it was, I don't remember the exact last one. And I remember... We're getting to the end of breastfeeding and I felt sad about letting it go. And this is goes with letting go. So whatever phase we're letting go of. Um, and then one day he just didn't nurse and it's just done, right? Yeah. So it's the same as we're, we're done in the diaper phase. We're done in the 
And one day we're going to be kind of done with thinking that mom and dad are so awesome because right now we're they love being with us right right right. yeah you haven't hit that phase yet I'm not going to tell you too much about that phase but for those of you with older teenage children (laughs) you you all know what I'm talking about oh yeah you get to a phase where you're not cool anymore I remember well one of the ways that I changed for me is I remember we we were talking about this our family skied we had ski passes we had the boys on skis from a very young age and uh, we pulled up to the ski hill, and I remember one time, the very first time it happened, the boys jumped out of the truck, grabbed their gear, and they're like, hey, Mom, see you at the end of the day. And it's like, oh, what? Like, we're, that's it? And they were cool. gone, and they were off with their friends, and they're like, no, we're, 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 we're not going to ski with you. And they're way better skiers than I was by that point anyway, so I could, you know, I understand they don't want to be with their mom. <laughs> oh, it's going down the, the blue runs they'd rather be doing the double blacks but yeah it it's was the just letting go in the, the grief go. it just yeah. yeah I remember staying there in the parking lot and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and they never know those moments that you experience no. right they're and they're doing exactly what they're meant they're to do they're doing exactly yeah. what they're meant to be doing on one level you're happy for them right yeah, yeah. I have a lot more compassion for my mom as, as being a mom now I'm like mm-hmm. wow like I just remember being in independent child that I'm going off and I'm doing my thing and you don't even know that your mom's just like oh oh, letting it go totally it's so true I know like even yeah even my son walking out the front door like heading back to his own house I'm like you know he doesn't know like that a part of my heart like grieves him leaving every single time it's just and it's not that I'm not happy for him to have his own life I really really am and and I've been there, done that. I've checked it off my list. I've had the little kids. I'm through that portion. Uh, and now I can look forward to grandchildren one day. Um, but it is uh, that you do on some level just still you feel that connection or that attachment to them that you wish you could hang on to a little bit more closely. Yeah. yeah. Something that uh, I heard once was that our mitochondria, which is a tiny little organelle a piece within every single cell so every cell has a mitochondria and it is like the powerhouse the battery of the cell okay and it has its own dna and it is maternal dna just just maternal so so the sperm the egg come together and it makes a human but within each cell we have just our mom's dna so i'm like i am literally integrated all in and it's just we're we carry her with us it's it's kind of special that's really kind of beautiful i actually really like that kind of special that we're always with them yeah (laughs) i have uh kids who i I don't have kids that live at home anymore they Mm -hmm. both uh, live on their own i have one my oldest is actually moving moving cities uh, moving to an entirely different location, and you are sitting there going, OMG, can't even. That's a lot of letting go. That's a big let go. That's a big letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so they need you differently. That's why the, the stages just change. Yeah. The things just change. And it, sometimes I took a little bit of time to catch up on, you know, okay, this is the new normal. This is where we're at now. Suddenly yeah. we have this skill and we can do this on our own. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I like, and I like that I'm a big feeler and a deep feeler because it just reminds me to be present. And I think that that's what I always bring it back to when I feel these big feelings and I see my babies changing before my eyes and turning into little people that I just soak it in. Like when they come running up and they say, mom, do you want to read me this book? I'm like, yes. Even if you don't have the energy, Mm. sometimes you don't want to. I'm like, yes, because I know that one day they're not going to run up and ask me to read them a book. 
that's one of the things like I hope I did that like sometimes I remember sometimes I don't I had I don't I'm not sure did I do it enough I don't know the mom guilt that's a whole other topic so the mom guilt yeah Yeah. I don't know like I hope I did it enough I hope I did I know there's days I certainly did not yes you know but that's but that's incredible too because that is the humanness of it and my sister is the most beautiful reminder of this when I've lost my temper or I feel like I'm not doing a good enough job or whatever form that mom guilt shows up as she just reminds me that you're teaching them to be in relationship so Uh if I lose my temper I'm teaching them that humans get angry and that Mm -hmm. I have a boundary and this is what it looks like when you cross that Mm -hmm. and I can go back in and say sorry for mistakes that I've made Um, But I'm showing them the ranges of human. Yeah. So I think that showing them some days mom nuzzled in and read you books and some days mom was busy being an empowered woman, running her own business, doing other things that we can't always be incredibly present. You can't be everything at the same time. Yes. Yes. So I can feel guilty that, oh, I, I have a business or I'm starting a podcast. I'm doing these things that are not mothering my children and I can feel guilty that I'm not at home and spending time with them right now but at the same time I'm also showing them to follow your dreams and follow your passions so I'm giving them this big experience of being human yeah so that's kind of beautiful yeah that is beautiful yeah I think I don't know if I've ever told you this Tara but one of the things that I did when after the birth of my second son my youngest son uh, I had a postpartum support group that I was a part of. Oh. Yeah, and it was really, really helpful to, because I was very... Uh, so my second son <laughs> did not sleep. Mm, uh, I hear you. You, you, yeah. had, you had one as well. <laughs> yeah. Like the do not sleep thing. And if I put him down, he would just scream bloody murder. Give Try and give him to his dad. No. The only way he would stop crying is if I was holding him... And either rocking or pacing, just walking back and forth. so hard when you're in that. Yeah. So I was so sleep deprived, like beyond sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. And then when you're so sleep deprived, you're not making really great decisions about your nutrition. And you're not like you're... It is hard to just get through the days. It was just hard to get through the day. So I ended up coming across a support group and it gave me community. Yeah. Uh, of other people to talk to just to have real conversations like this of, you know, sometimes this is the hardest thing I've ever done. What was I thinking? Why did I think this would be joyful? You know, can they go back? Like, you know, all of those <laughs> kinds of thoughts. And you could just, you know, it was an ability to just speak about it with people who understood. I love that you found connection and community. Yeah. I think that that's what a lot of parenting is missing is this support in this community that these parents are just trying to do it all on their own and make it look easy and raise these great kids and feed them good food and some days it's just really really hard yeah Um, well it is the hardest thing that you'll ever do in your life yeah yeah and and like I said before like it was the most love I've ever felt oh yeah but it comes with the most fear it's just like the intensity of that spectrum just goes really large and I think that for the parents out there that are feeling like they've got the new baby that won't sleep with the toddler running around looking for attention and finding mischief as you're nursing the other one like we've been there it's intense there is light at the end of the tunnel we get there um I want to shine some love to those people yeah 
Yeah. And reach out for help. Reach out for support because we are so uncomfortable saying, I'm struggling and I need help right now. Well, I think that's one of our, you know, that's just kind of one of our mantras with this podcast is we want you to be seen and heard and understood and how important it is for us to uh, be honest with one another. And it does take, you know, courage to say, gosh, I'm not finding it as easy as you say, or as, you know, as easy as this, I thought it would be, or I'm having trouble with this, or I don't know what to do. But when we do that, it, it really allows for this opportunity of growth and expansion and connection because it allows somebody else to say, oh my God, me too. Yeah. Or, yes, I remember that. So when you talk to me about your little ones, I'm like, oh my God, I so have been there. And I want you to see this is where I am now. So they didn't end up in jail. They actually ended up being, <laughs> you know, amazing, beautiful, grown-up humans. Uh, but in that moment, you think you're doing just the worst possible job that you could possibly do or that, you know, a million things are going to go wrong. And uh, I love, you got to tell me again that analogy you used. I can't remember how you put it about going down that slippery slope with oh. your arms out. <laughs> This was this was wisdom from a massage therapist that I worked with and oh it just it gives me the giggles but it's so relevant and not only for parenting but in life. Yeah. She goes, "Tara, it's like I'm going down a roller coaster and my arms and my legs are both they're just sticking out and I'm going down this roller coaster." Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> she goes, "And if I would just tuck them in, it yeah. can be a smooth, fun ride, but yeah. we're looking to control and to slow yeah. down and to, yeah. and that's the fear piece. And I liked what you said um, when I say that we have the two emotions, the love and the fear. And as I turned into a mother that I got the most love and then I got the most fear. Can you remind us what you say about spirit ego on that one? Well, so spirit, the very first emotion that you have is always the one that's in tune with your soul, your spirit. So when you say... Uh, when I first held my son in my arms, I felt the most love I've ever felt in my life. Of course, your heart just explodes with this amazing Mm -hmm. emotion. And then you're like, oh my God, but wait a second, he's going to drop or, you know, don't, don't, how am I supposed to hold his head? And the fear just comes in immediately. And that is the ego. So spirit always chimes in first. It's you're always going to be your very first instinct and it will always be the true one that should be guiding you. And then the second thing that kicks in is the ego. And the ego is what I call the CNN ticker tape of useless information that just rolls back. Just the endless <laughs> worry. The breaking news of what's going to happen and what's going to go wrong, all the shit that can go sideways. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And that's a great reminder for the parents out there that when we're worrying about the what if this, what if this, I'm not teaching them the right stuff or spending enough time in school, I'm not feeding them enough vegetables, I'm not, all these feelings of falling short, that's the fear. So we can just recognize that when we're in that, okay, I'm connecting to the energy of fear right now and let's shift that. How do I connect to the energy of love? And often it's just in this moment, we're okay. Yeah. And we can take a breath. We can enjoy our moment. We don't need to worry one year down the road, two years down the road, three years down the road. We just need to be with them in the present moment. And I think that that's the easiest way that I can switch it back to the energy of love. I love that. Yeah. What could be better than that, right? Just (laughs) being aware. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I wanted to shine a bit of light on being an imperfect parent and... A perfectly imperfect. Perfectly imperfect parent. (laughs) 
Yeah, they chose me to be their mom, and this is the ride we're going down. I think that's a really cool thing to maybe sum up with, is that it's so, and I tell you this all the time, your children chose you. Yeah. They chose you knowing that they would get exactly what they need, and they would learn exactly what they have come here to learn, uh, and that you shine that through for them, even in what you would consider to be your lowest moments. Yeah, I just need to tuck my arms in and enjoy the ride. (laughs) I think that's so true. So my invitation for you today is uh, if you are a parent or um, maybe you're in the fun stage of having a a grandchild even, uh, what would you, how could you be more gentle with yourself today? How could you just be a little bit more kind to yourself today and uh, acknowledge to yourself that you are doing the absolute best that you can do that you are showing up and that you are a good parent that's beautiful yeah that reminds me of forgiveness oh forgiving so that, ourselves so you're for gonna our, forgive yourself for the days that we yeah. were not our best self yeah because even the days that i'm not my best self i'm showing them how mom is when she's stressed out and when she's taking yeah. on too much and then they watch how do you care for yourself how do you make amends how do we pull this yeah I think that's hugely important. Yeah, that's one of the things I always did with my kids is talk, the the debrief. And so the debrief. So yeah, things happen and, and, you know, mom lost her temper in that moment or whatever, but always coming back and talking about it a little bit later and saying, I was feeling this, it wasn't about you, or Mm -hmm. I was over, very overwhelmed, or it's not okay when you do this. Like yeah. this is, this is absolutely crossing a boundary for me. Yeah. And, and so a little bit of a debrief talk about it later. I, yeah, like I say, my kids will always have funny stories that they can tell you. You could ask them anytime about crazy mom stories from, about me and they'll laugh and tell you good things. But uh, at the end of the day, um, we're still very good friends. We love one another. They know they're and loved. They do. And and they're very supported. Yeah. 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 So that's my wish for you. I know you're on the right track, Tara, 100% of the time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and to all the parents out there, just the reminder to take care of yourself. Mm. Because what is best for you is best for them. So when we mm. care for ourselves, we can better care for them. That is just an absolutely beautiful way to end. So, yeah, thanks for listening and go take care of yourselves. Let's come together and end the day with a breath of peace. And so I invite you to take a beautiful deep breath in, pulling in all kinds of love and light, pulling that love right down into your heart, into your core, and exhaling long and slow and letting go of any of the fear. Until next time, only love and light to you and only love and light from you. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. You can find me, Michelle, on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium or all information at thebalancedsoul.com. medical information provided is information only and is not to be used for diagnostic or treatment purposes. This information is not a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. 
please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or for guidance and treatment of specific medical conditions.